Hey, yo, good evening, good morning, happy Monday, Tuesday. Let me ask you about it. You know what it is. See about nothing and everything, pod. Let's talk about it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, let's dive right into it. Today's episode, you picked them. You picked them. We're going to discuss a convo everyone loves to have, but nobody ever tries to find an answer to. We talking about ain't nothing baby daddies today. We talking about baby mama drama. We talking about the lack of accountability that folk have. Because at the end of the day, you pick them. You pick them. Let me start off by saying this, you know, coming to you live from some Marriott Bonvoy, um, randomly, you know, undisclosed location. It's very quiet. It's very nice. I like it. It's a much warmer climate. Um, but let, let's first off, let's 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 let me set the basis of this conversation. In the past three weeks, I noticed coming around towards the end of the year, far too many friends, relatives that I love and consider dear. They're like they're 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 breaking the cardinal rule. They are slandering their exes online, specifically. The parents of their children. Now they do this and I never um, me personally, I have a rule. I don't slander my youngest daughter's mother. I don't slander my ex-wife online or on social media because why? Why? What? It, it gains me nothing. I believe I said this on live a couple of weeks ago. Well, by the time you hear this, it'll be me. It'll be a couple of weeks ago because, you know, I'm recording this now, but uh, it's currently it's two days before Christmas. So by the time you hear this, it'll be. Like the second or third of January, but regardless, it still works. Um, hearing these people just go in, like you know, the subs, as the kids call it. I love the term as the kids call it, like I'm so old, but as the kids call it, the subs. Oh, my baby daddy, you know, my baby mom ain't this. And I'm gonna put explicit content on this because this, this needs some four letter words. And some foul language. I don't want to say foul because it's not foul. It needs some explicit, colorful language to paint the picture of what I'm saying. But, you know, back to my rule. I don't discuss it because I gain nothing. And the only person in the end who gets injured are my children. So I refuse to do the, you know, play the online subliminal game. It's it's not cool. It's very uncouth, if you will. With that said. I want each and every one of you who are listening to this, if you're in this position, you got to your baby daddy ain't shit. You know, your, your baby mommy, your baby mama come with all the drama every day. I want you to sit back, take a deep breath, suck that air in. And I want you to close your eyes and remember. You pick them. 
This is this is what it is. You picked them. Everyone loves to play, you know, the when things aren't going our way, putting ourselves in position of playing victim. That the victim mentality. I don't mean, you know, the victim mentality that ignorant, inbred, two teeth hicks say that, you know, quote, social justice wars have. Oh, it's a it's a victim mentality. You know, there's not. No, that's talking about actual infrastructure that's set up against groups of people so that they cannot progress and matriculate through a system that you've designed with a flaw specifically aimed at them. That's a different game. What I'm discussing is the victim mentality that comes with people who dish it out but can't take it. But more importantly, the victim mentality displayed by people who be the damn villains. Your you cannot be. I was I was just watching. I was just watching with my kids. I was watching with my kids last night. Uh we were watching. We were watching uh, The Lion King and, you know, the newer version. You know, we watched both back to back. The original, the OG one with Jason Weaver, you know, and uh, the newer version with uh, Childish Gambino. And, you know, that scene where Scar is hanging on the edge. Mind you, he's been the villain the entire movie. He's been the bad guy. He's the antithesis of an antagonist he's that guy horrible always say they did it wrong though they gave scar dark hair you know they made the bad guy with the dark hair message <laughs> hotel all right take my hotel hat off but you know here was scar the villain the whole movie he's only been bad and now here's his nephew in this point of of showing like a uh, uh, of love and you know being like i mean man maybe i should try to help him and what's he do he he's faking victim but you're the bad guy even when he falls into the pit with the hyenas he's playing victim still they know he's the bad guy we know what that outcome is going to be they rip scar to shreds but the real of it is you've been the vi- you've been the villain the whole time you're the bad person you're the negative energy but you sell this idea of being the victim that is toxic and that is where the baby daddy and baby mama drama lies all of that but with that said you pick them you pick them i get it there are people who are your out you could be with an individual for out best example let me help i Speaking to a very close friend of mine who I've known for over over 13 years. She was explaining to me, you know, her, you know, the child's father. I know the child's father's people through some people. You know, like I said, explicit language. I know this nigga ain't shit. I know it. I knew it back then when she met him seven, eight years ago. I knew it. I said, this nigga ain't shit. Because I know his relatives. And they ain't shit. He comes from a long line of do-nothing Negroes. Uh, I believe they're like, uh, you know, they're they're the people who, you know, they they throw all sorts of different flags up on their social media. You know, they're like, we're Belizean and Eritrean and German. 
but you know they're born you know in like you know like like Carson California or you you know like Phoenix Arizona or like Tuscaloosa they're like you know but my roots are there yeah I understand that but really your your roots are are here in Austin Texas <laughs> like I dig it though but I knew the family I did they they're nothing and I had a fear for her and she has one child by him and it's bad. It's bad. But she keeps going back. Then she has another child by him and it's still bad. And now she's running around. And she's like, I don't get it. You know, he never got better. I wasted these years of my life. I gave him my good years. What was, you know, and he just doesn't, he doesn't want to be a good dad and this. And I stopped her. I will. I, I hold on. When you met him, how'd you meet him? You met him and he treated his mother like dirt. You got closer to the family and you realized there was a pattern amongst the women that these men were engaged with in relationships as, you know, parenting sexually. You realized that they were the common denominator when it came to failed relationships and poor parenting practices. But what did you do? And she sat there and she said, well, you know, he he I said, no, you you got to you got to eat this one. This a loss you got to take. You picked that person. You picked him. You picked him. And that's where that's where when we fail in relationships and that I sit up and I look at all of my children. And I view them. Each as individuals, but also as an extension of me and their mothers. And I see little things in them, you know, from their mothers that I that I don't like. I see things in them from myself in them. I see parts of me in them that I don't like. But now I have to sit up and say, man, what's the root of that? Where does that come from? Man, that comes from me. I got to own that thing. I got to be like, man, hey, listen, your son does the following, sir. Ah, Well, I did that. Maybe I should have corrected him or guided him or given him some advice. But I have to own that thing. And this is, like I said, this is where the drama comes in. So you've got to sit up, man, you really got to think about this thing. There's, let me, I, I said this last year, everyone, everyone wants to own something except their mistakes. I had a conversation with a grown adult and I told a grown adult, your child is acting in a manner that is unbecoming for a child of their age. Their response was to act similar as the child acted. And I sat there and said, wow, well, there you go. You want to own a car, you want to own a house, you want to own a business, but you don't want to own your mistakes or your flaws. I'm guilty of this at times. We all are. And that brings me around to one of the flaws you had is the person you chose to have children with. Now, don't blame your children. Your children aren't. Your children are not to blame. You love them. You appreciate them. Love on them. You're thankful for them. They're motivators. <clears throat> All of those things. Woo. Need some more bourbon. Hold on. There we go. Your children are all of those things. But, well, I want to say but. With that said, I love with that said. With that said, as much as your children are a blessing, the drama you're receiving from the person that you had kids with 
that's on you. Could they be better, you know, at engaging? Could they be better at communicating? Absolutely. Absolutely. But do they have to? Ask yourself that question and then think about when you got with them. Were they, weren't they ever, I mean, this is, this is what it boils down to. We all get pissed and upset. Oh, it's baby mama and baby daddy drama. We picked these people. We picked them. We did. I like really sit down. Like, look, gentlemen, look at your daughter. Peep your daughter's attitude. Neck rolling. There's somebody who may be listening to this. Like I said, randomly, I had like listeners in like Laos and Iceland and London. Go, you palace, go, Crystal Palace, all Croydon, Bright, Croydon, Brighton, Oi, bro, stand up. Yeah. So, all that. So, if you're listening, you may have a teen aged daughter and you're like, why is my daughter dressing like this, acting like this? Sometimes it's lashing out, but then you have to think, look at the influences. There's no greater influence on a child than their mother and father. You're the influence. You're the influence. Look at your kid right now. Is your son talking back to you? Is your son being rude? Are you as a father sitting there like, man, what's wrong with this little dude? Why, man, who's he bucking up at, at 11 and 12? Now think about how you've spoken to his mother, how you've spoken to your father. Their reflection of you, their reflection of you, the good and the bad, that goes back to that accountability. And it goes back to my main point. You picked them. You did this. I get tired of going online and seeing people talk about, oh, you know, that girl, he put celebrities, celebrities. Right now, there's uh, what a, uh, uh, there's. There's a what I I don't there's a rapper who looks like a pit bull, but his name is Lil Baby. So from my understanding, Lil Baby, uh I slept with like a number of porn stars, like a number of them, minimum two. One has been going crazy, like on Twitter. Her name is Miss London. You could Google her, make sure to clear the cookies out of your phone. Um, but this dude, like people are coming for this guy. He slept, but he cheated on, I think this girl's name is uh, good Lord, hold on, I'm pull it up. But he, people are killing this guy over the fact that he cheated on his woman. Uh, Jada is her name. So he has some woman who he's involved with named Jada, who she's a cute, you know, girl, all that. She's famous too. You know, she looks, hey, Sandy, she looks like the standard issued female who's like famous right now. They all have like the same generic look skin tone like they all look like they look like what the kardashians was trying were trying to look like but now they all look like kardashians so it's like black girls who look like the white girls who wanted to be black it's very strange but they all look the same it's like tracked housing there's no real difference between any of these women so he cheats on her and people i can't believe he cheated on her with a porn star and this and this and that first off that's a porn star she does that for a living understand women i don't care what you think you're doing you that woman that woman does sex for a living it's her job for you it's a hobby for her it's employment and she needs this she literally needs the skills to pay the bills but i digress 
this dude sleeps with her and another porn star. And people are, oh my God, he cheated that. And she's online, you know, upset at the woman, but not checking him. And I go, you know what I respect about her? All of these other people are online saying it's his fault. It's his fault. It's his fault. And she publicly isn't saying it's his fault. She's attacking the woman because it takes two to tango. But she also realizes, why am I going to sit up and kill this dude publicly when I know I picked him? I did this. I did this. This is what I wanted. This is this is what I wanted. There's been a number of videos that pop up. I saw one earlier today on Instagram where it was a video of a young man and he's like, yeah, working overtime to get her, you know, make her Christmas great. And, you know, the video transitions and it's all these texts of the woman cheating on him and he leaves and she's mad. And I say, hey, look, man, there's you probably knew she belonged to the streets before. You know who you're dealing with. You know, we all know. We know. We've all, listen, fellas, we've all been involved with that young lady who some of the things she did, some of the things she said, a little bit of hoe in her was a little bit, her hoe meter was a little bit too high. You was like, but you wrote it out. You was like, nah, and then you realize, man, she is a hoe and you make the mistake. I'm going to turn her into a housewife. And now you're done. Now you're done. Now you out here with Larsa Pippen. That's who you out here with, Larsa Pippen. She wants to be in the streets. Let her free. Like, let her go. You, you, you want to you wanna get that drama out of the life of that person who you picked and you're tired of that person hurting you? Ladies, let me help you. That baby daddy who you keep going back to because, ooh, girl, is so good and I love him. And girl, you know, I just want a family. Let me help you. He ain't going to get better. He's not. Because you've allowed him to be a dirtbag. And you picked him. He knew. He looked at you and saw. She's going to put up with this. So I could keep doing it. She looked at you, bro, and said, you know what? He he ain't going to leave me. He can't do it. Let me help you out. Let him go. If they showed you who they are, believe them. If not, understand this. All the pain all the hurt, all the anguish, all of the trauma, you picked them. Stop crying online. Stop complaining. Stop whining. Listen, I feel for victims of domestic violence. Stockholm syndrome is real. You need to get out. I feel for the brothers who want to keep their family as a unit because they came from a broken home and they don't want to repeat that cycle. But the person you picked is toxic and a psycho and she wants to be in the streets. Let her be in the streets with that craziness. Be by yourself and enjoy your children. Ladies, I know you love him. He's everything. He fits it all, but he don't want to do better. He wants to be worse than the man or the woman who abandoned him. He's shown you he ain't shit. You need to believe him. Fellas, she, she's not going to want better. Move, move, move on. Move on. But if you don't, if you don't, if you 
elect to stay. You choose to stay. You take your vote, your ballot, and you put it in the box of staying in that relationship. Everything you continue to go through, don't call me crying. Don't call family saying it's different because family won't tell you, but I will. You picked them. And until you want better, you stay there, you'll keep feeling it. Done with my rant for today. I pray y'all do better. Uh, enjoy your holiday, new year, all that. Peace.